They're prominent, they're successful, and some are more than a little controversial. They're real South Africans on face-to-face with success. Brought to you by real people with real solutions. Nashua, saving you time, saving you money, putting you first. When you come back, a song which has become synonymous with Vusi Matlasela and to some degree South Africa itself. Music has always been a part of his life. His grandmother ran a shabin from behind their home in Mamelodi, a place drenched with music and musicians. Inspired by the artists who performed there, Vusi built his first guitar from fishing line and a cooking oil can and taught himself how to play. Guitar lessons would only come much later with the help of Nobel laureate Nadine Gordimer, who paid for his lessons. I see myself uh, uh, not as a star, I'm, I'm a firefly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, time to sort of like really spark at the right time. And then I think the musical energy that sort of like really comes, it's within uh, the subject matter that I write about, that I sing about. Um, issues that I sort of like really see much more dearly, you know, to us as people. And especially today as we are immigrating into a, glo- into a global village, the question is how much do you want to, to, to belong, you know? And then uh, I think uh, we do it better, you know, as artists, musicians, especially on that line or platform of collaborate, collaborations with other musicians far apart from other places, you know, in the world. Mm-hmm. And if politicians can do that, this will be a better place. Mm-hmm. So you can work with somebody from Nigeria, from the States, from whatever musicians, we, we, we can do that, you know. But I think uh, through music I've also uh, learned that, you know, it, it is not just that you have to be more of a, a star or something like that, but I think for me, I will say it is a call, but I was not aware of that. You know, I think I've sort of like really along the way realized that there is a, a spirit that enables me to do this thing. I don't know the spirit of, uh, the name of that spirit, you know, but I'm thinking it every day. And then I think that spirit has taught me uh, through the subject matter that I read about to ban unwanted things. And those things that I talk about that, you know, people really know and understand that, no, this is not right. Mm-hmm. This is how we have to, like, really be as, as, as humans. Mm-hmm. So they become more like a f- controlled, filled fire burning. Mm-hmm. And especially when it comes to embracing uh, that uh, gift, which is something special from Africa. Mm-hmm. This gift from Africa, which is a concept of Ubuntu, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is not just that, it is not a one hit wonder whereby you are because of I am. It is actually quite a lot. And I think through my music, I sort of spread it out, where I sing about forgiveness, which is part of Ubuntu. I sing about reconciliation. I sing about love, empathy, uh, neutrality. Uh, you know, humbleness, togetherness and all that. And sometimes also we even go to that place of talking about, you know, as we talk about reconciliation, there has to be about redistribution, which is very much important. Redistributions of morals, 
knowledge and skills. In this, I'm saying that, you know, I've been inspired by one of the, my great uh, African writer, this African writer, Ngungiwa Thiongo, who says, Africa, teach your children ancient songs so that they should glorify the spirit of collective good. You know, the spirit of collective good being Ubuntu, but not music that glorifies money or sex. The events of 1976 changed his life. And I, I started asking questions. That's when my political education started. And then uh, from there, I sort of like really wanted to know more. I joined the poetry group called the Ancestors of Africa, which was supported by the late uh, Dr. Fabian Ruberu, who was my political mentor. Dr. Fabian Ruberu, who was uh, assassinated by the forces of the state in 1988, together with his wife, Florence. And he offered his garage you know, for us to rehearse. Uh, as I said, that I performed quite a lot on, on political platforms and all that. And then uh, as a young activist, of course, taking part into some other things whereby, you know, we've been given tasks to distribute pamphlets, you know, when there was meetings and all that. And very interesting things where we saw that, you know, football matches were organized and but people were playing <laughs> soccer, but it was actually a meeting, you know, like passing the ball and you, you're going to take the pamphlets to it was and you and it was like wow <laughs> so it was happening here in Mamelodi and everything I was part of that it was like wow you know and uh, as you know that was sort of like really going and whatever I learned you know a bit more about what it is really happening here in my country the problem about South Africa the imbalance and the injustices and all so and that sort of like really uh sprung into my writing mm. and I joined the Congress of South African Writers in 1988 where I met uh, one of uh, this great woman who was more like a mother to me, Nadine Godima, mm. yeah, who really quite a lot of encouraged me and then uh, she also paid for my music lessons and I met uh, the great people writers like Professor Nchabulo Tebele. His activism and music took him around the world, and his hit song, When You Come Back, grew in acclaim. Vusi explains what the song is about. When I came back home, of course, there was these people who had me performing the song When You Come Back. Uh, that song that I wrote about, we'll ring the bells when you come back, we'll beat the drums when you come back. Uh, I want to correct this because a lot of people thought that maybe this is, was dedicated to the people who went to exile to go and uh, fight that evil monster of apartheid or whatever. It's part of it, of course, but that was marked by these people who saw me performing. They wanted to to have this song recorded for their documentary, which was called When You Come Back Home. The, the documentary it was about expressing the fears of people who are in exile. If they come back home, whether they will find their families, how will they fit in society and everything, and then will, you know, all those kind of things. And even another documentary film called Holland, Once a Pirate, which was about Holland, uh, Holland the Pirate Football Club. But uh, When You Come Back, it was more of a classic because for me, it is about actually the DNA of 
our pride, the DNA of our forefathers, uh, ranging from things that they were doing, music, um, you know, the culture and everything, whatever. So if we talk about 90% today mm. of music and everything, when you come back the song, it's like an open book. It's like an open Bible. Mm. Because there I was talking about, we'll ring the bells when the Africa music will sort of like really come back to us. You know? Yeah. And then also there's a line that, the, you know, and the poor women working for the lazy lord, uh, whereby, you know, it has been a problem whereby men has to be the one who are sort of like really doing everything and not putting women in the right place in terms of participating. And in that song, um, I was like really saying, look, Africa, you have to like really put the women also in the forefront because women play quite a lot of important role in the society. So he's not only a cultural but a gender activist as well. Matlasela performed at Nelson Mandela's 1994 presidential inauguration and has captured the world's imagination since. It is all in God's plan. And, and I think the success, it's more about prosperity that God is giving us. Not what we think that I have arrived because I've done this. It is all in God's plan and if you, you have worked for it. But if you didn't work for it, you've just gained things through corruption and everything. It is not in God's plan and that's going to destroy you, and it is not right. And I think it is also the message that has to go to the politicians, those who are not doing right in order to serve the people, because everything that they are doing in their time, all the processes, it is in God's plan. And if they are not doing it and doing it right by the people, God doesn't love that. So the, the success, the prosperity, and everything is in God's plan. That's how I measure it. You've been listening to Face to Face with Success. I'm Nikiwe Bigicha. They're prominent. They're successful, and some are more than a little controversial. They're real South Africans on face-to-face with success. Brought to you by real people with real solutions. Nashua, saving you time, saving you money, putting you first. Find more real success stories at thesolutionslab.co.za.